There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Doug, I think we're uh, I think we're live oh. here. We're live on Periscope. That's camera one. Floor director is pointing at camera one. Right. And we're live on, on Facebook, and we're just doing this on the TMA fan page. It's live from Spring Training, presented by Design Air Heating and Cooling. Hello again, everybody. I'm Tim McKernan. On my right, your left is the Peoria Plowboy, and Hi. on his right, your left is Doug Vaughn. Doug, welcome to the home office. Where are the microphones? They're in, they're in the, they're in the cameras, baby. They're in the cameras right well, there. Well, how can it hear us? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, last week I did this with uh, Derek Gould, and we did it outside, and the and the wind yeah. played an effect, so we decided to bring it in. And we're going to have a design air heating and cooling backdrop, and it was supposed to get here today, but it is not. And they keep saying on the UPS tracking that storms are causing it to not be here. Where are the storms? There were storms over the weekend. I don't know. Yeah. Do storms really affect? I mean, outside of like a hurricane. I mean, yeah, I feel like I I'm being. So. I feel like I'm being lied to. Come but either way, I still don't have the backdrop. But it's design air heating and cooling. Doug, you're a design air customer. Oh yeah. I'm a design air customer. They made your house. Well, Seth Goldcamp's in his That's right. over there. I forget the name of the fellows. But they uh, they did a bang up job because I couldn't get the second floor to cool down. What was the problem? Could not on? do it. Well, I don't know if it was in the in the vents. Uh, ultimately, they replaced the, uh, the the blower in the furnace so that it forced air more forcefully up mm. on the second floor. Mm. And that, what do you mm. just look at this hand motion. Will tell you what was what was happening. It literally forced the air higher nice. into the second floor. Seth did that. Seth, yeah, well, he oversaw it. That's right. Now I'm just as happy as I could be. I got what I want. It's, it's a design air heating and cooling. The sponsor of our Facebook lives here and periscopes from spring training. We're on both uh, Twitter and on Facebook Live today on the TMA fan page where Doug uh, is a member but not necessarily uh, an active participant. Not yeah. so much, no. But you're am still I, a member, you haven't left, right? Am I missing anything? Well, how would you answer that question? Yeah, you don't go on there ever. You never once were on there. Well, I, I think he's been on there. No, I guess, I guess in the room you, didn't you rewatch one of our Facebook I, I see something every now and then, but I don't, I don't really participate. It's wonderful. Can you give it a chance? Plausible yeah. deniability in case something really crazy That I, that I actually understand. Design has happened before. <laughs> Designerservice.com, the number one train dealer in the Midwest. It's hard to stop a train. So what we were going to try to do this afternoon was uh, get out on the golf course uh, Doug, to my surprise, the Plowhawk announced that he was a 13 handicap. Yeah, I, I, I mean, before we get to the text messages, I'm more of they in are the 20s. Okay. So, so you, it's give or take. No, I would just, I, I said the wrong number. So, like, if yeah. we were to go out and play, what would you expect to shoot? I would expect to shoot a 92. That's not bad. Because I don't know the course, and I'll be used. Do they rent clubs? Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm working on getting, because Doug, you don't have clubs, and Pollock does not no. have clubs. Roderick, by the way, I know everybody's wondering where he is. He says he's been stuck by a droplet. <laughs> he said he wanted to go down to the beach and show off his nipples? Yeah. Clip that off. That was, that's really what he was going to go do? No, I told you that's what he was going to do. I, he, that wasn't a quote from him, but... 
apparently he said exactly what he's doing. Come shirtless, so he has. Yeah, yeah, he posted something on the uh, fan page saying if this post gets fifty likes, he is going to uh, sit here with his shirt off. So we'll position him over that way. Why would he do that? I don't know. I guess he's proud of his physique after losing sixty pounds. And while he has lost 60 pounds, it's still not necessarily live. So I would imagine there's probably going to be like a muffin top, probably like a girl next door. 2012 was a rough year, if I'm not mistaken. That's what that's what's going to be sitting on the couch where I play with my son, and, and, and that's what's going to be going on here. But hey, if that brings in the people, then God bless America. People are asking questions. Uh, they have questions. Plowhawk, uh, PGA Pro Dan, it jumped on you right away. He said he will play you for your bankroll at a 13. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 I'm reiterating, I'm not a 13. I'm more of a 20 to 25. 13 is a pretty good play. That's a good play. Yeah. But, 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 if, but if you were to shoot a 92, that wouldn't be a 25 either. Yeah, but that would be... I, I'm thinking on these courses that would probably increase because of... The well, the champion course is where they have the Honda Classic next week. That thing I played it last Friday, and the rough is so thick, it's like it's it's. Uh, but we wouldn't do that. I'd be in the hundreds then, I think, if I uh, yeah, that's all that rough. I might be in the hundreds there, but uh, yeah, PJ Pro Dan and you can have a showdown. Uh, <laughs> Timmy Volmer says, "Let's Venmo for rolls." Doug, you ever Venmo for rolls? No, I don't have Venmo. How about the thirteen, let's get off the thirteen. It's not. A th You'd like to apologize. Jay's happy about your hat, by the way. The oh, Norman you yeah. I suspect if you played really by the rules, it would be hard for most people to break 100 at the PGA Championship course. Oh, the average oh like not moving it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, especially in the condition it's in now, because the yeah. rough is so thick. That's why I'm really nerdy. But like I always said, if people want to do whatever they want to do when they're playing, God bless, unless we're playing for money. But I make sure that I put everything out just because that's the only way I know if I'm getting better. Plus, if I hit a ball OB... I try to play by the rules if it's white stakes, which are right out here beyond uh, the uh, place here, uh, and then hit another one off the tee if it's red stakes, then you drop. I'm just learning these things mainly from playing with uh, the great Cletus, who is like the royal and ancient of St. Louis. It's very good. One of the most bizarre things about golf is guys who will play and they're sticklers for the rules. Oh, you got to drop it here. Oh, you can't improve your lie in a, in a divot. And then they'll get three feet away from the cup and they'll pick, pick the it up. And you have a problem. You don't like the pickup. No. Do you, do you give? Do you give me like on something like this? Put it in. On well, everything. I'm up your son. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not here. He's, he's you not just came 500 yards. The whole purpose of the sport <laughs> is, to, is to put it in the cup and you're going to pick it up. I don't buy that at all. If it's a it's a money game, pace of play, I get it. But in the case of just like you know, we're keeping score and all of a sudden you got like five feet left, that owner's because you're going to miss those. You know. 20% of the time. Especially if you're playing for money. That's right. It gets a little tight around there. Finish the putt with the flat stick. I, I agree with you, Doug. Uh, Jennings says you'll have to putt them out at the uh, at the PGA. Uh, so That's here is, here is uh, what we got going on tomorrow, hopefully. I have a tee time for us at the Palmer course, which I have played. I played it with Jay Boy and uh, Tom Schmidt of Salt and Smoke. Is that the Arnold Palmer course? That's right. Oh, wow. And sure. that's what we have at 1 o'clock. Hopefully we can have an Arnold Palmer. You know who will be joining us in this foursome? Julius Burroughs. No, he will not, but I should ask. No. <laughs> Julius Burroughs? I don't know who that is. You're not familiar with Julius Burroughs' work. He <laughs> might be in the foursome. He might be dead, too. We ought to check so, on that. That means he won't be with us. Yeah. But uh, John Wolfner, better known as Wolf from The Bachelor. You remember Wolf? I do. He wore some sort of wolf head? Wolf mask? Did he wear a mask? He was the guy with the mask, wasn't he? Totally different guy. That guy did a show with us from... Uh, the, the Deli on the Hill? What's the name of that place that we did? It begins with a Ari B or G? Not Ariana. 
Ariana Marie is a is a friend of Jay's, that's but right. that's but does not own a deli on the Adriana's hill. Adriana's right is what I'm thinking of. That's not it that's either, not but that's a, that's an. Gregorios, we were at De Gregorios with Tony, the lovely Tony. That's right. right. So the guy yeah. with the mask showed up, uh, but Wolf is a different guy. He was on Emily's season, blonde from the south, who had a race car driver as a husband who yeah. was killed. That's that's who. Okay. He's friends with Ari, the current Bachelor, and I know you're enamored by the program. Sure. I haven't watched it. My uh, wife, uh, her her parents, and uh, I guess Jameson was hijacked and, and went in here. I sat in the kitchen while they watched it the other night because I just I just don't want to. I don't even be around. How is the program going? It's fabulous. Is it good? Is yeah. it good? We're down to the hometown dates, Tim. Yeah. And these girls, they sure as hell had better be in it for the right reasons, or Ari's not going to be happy. And now, some of the fathers of the girls survive. have already said that they intend to kill Ari should he hurt their daughter. Oh, wow, that's been said. That's, that's what it looked both, like on the promo. My both dads. At least two of them. Well, there's four now. But at least two of the fathers seem to indicate that they would kill the bachelor if he were to hurt their daughter. Uh, guys, Tim's tan is nice. This is going from Manchild79, an expert on tan. Be careful, B. Might not be allowed in some of them nice places you used to go in with all that color. How in the hell do I... I I'm the I'm the I'm the whitest gentleman here. I got it. I'm a pale Irish prick. I mean, I couldn't be any. But with the dark beard and everything, you could pass. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's I'm, I have to. Anna Marie puts on uh, what's this oil? I guess when she lays out by the pool, and I have Sun to like, the lotion. But oil, oh. but actual oil. Like you and I, we're putting on 30 block yeah. stat, oh, you know, or else sure. we're doomed. So that's yeah. just the difference on the Italian thing. Uh, Ryan Diliberto, uh, Plowhawk, do you know him? I don't think I do. He loves America. I can tell you that. He said, over under 125 for the Plowboy. <laughs> if he's a 13, I'm a plus 6. Why well, didn't say uh, Why in 13? Why in 13? Don't like let you forget that one. Hashtag never forget. I'll, I'll take a beating for that. Because <laughs> you, you could play a lot. You could play a couple times a week. And be a fairly decent athlete and never get better than like a seven. What do you eight. think that old lady was that netted that? The, too? Oh, yeah, she's probably scratched. Probably scratched. No way. So if, if you're holding them from 150 yards she out on a regular was, was it the proper trash? I know you like to say trash. Was it the proper trash? Or was it like a worm burner that like you It landed at the perfect placement of the fairway and it just rolled perfectly. It was unbelievable. I still, I will never forget that. Jennings says, look at my dog just flat out blazed. I assume he's not talking about me or you, Doug. I assume he's not. My dog is flat out blazed? I hear you, Jay. What's up, Clay? So what, did you get high before you came in? Which is fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. But you're so you're so jittery for being high. That's not that's oh, not. I, I, I always move around. I do. Uh, let's see. So a bunch of uh, questions are coming on the Facebook Live. This is also on Periscope uh, at Team McKernan, and it's on the TMA fan page. Uh, put shorts on, fellas. It's Florida. Get with the program. I do have. I do have shorts on. Yeah, you do. I wonder, look at my look. At, he likes my calves. I don't really think that there's anything special about that. All right. You guys are both. Why would uh, you care for words? Well, that's Jakey, Jakey, big mistakey. Okay, knock it off, Jake. Why would you care? <laughs> Uh, Michael Kelly says, very nice slacks on Doug. Uh, do you wear, if you're in St. Louis and it's 70 degrees, do you start wearing shorts to work? Most people don't. Well, since, since, since our radio job isn't like a real job per se, yeah. I obviously come and dress it like I'm going to the gym every day. You know, that's 
not necessarily because I'm going to the gym, it's just that's what I wear, I just wear like those kinds of clothes. Uh, and I guess it depends on where you, uh, where you work. Do people, can you, is business casual shorts now? No, 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 it isn't. Yeah, see, I don't have one of those. I don't even know a dress code. I didn't even bring a collared shirt here. So what are you going to do tomorrow? Like, for real, you can't sport the denim out there. This isn't Triple Lakes. I have some really nice sweaters that I could wear with shorts. I I think I can pull it off just nicely. I have some good attire, but it's not a full-button deal. What do you mean, yeah. <laughs> What does that mean? Like I have a nice, a really very nice sweater with a three button. It's it just it's a beautiful it's sweater. A big, thick sweater? You know, no, it's not that. thick. It is not thick. I don't bring anything thick. Thin sweater. A very thin okay. sweater. I think I can make that work. Uh, this is the same place where Ricky Fowler was yesterday addressing the media, and that's where you'll be on the putting green tomorrow, getting ready to fire your. What do you say? Maybe? I think I get. I think. On that course, maybe I'll... I'll We're not going to play the champion course. I'll shoot for a 110. I'll shoot for a solid 110 because I have not played in months. We'll play from the white tee, so I think it'll be like 6,000 yards. That'll make it easier. 6,000 yards sounds like a lot. That's kind of short. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're playing the white tee. Blue tees would be like 6,500. I think I could be able to manage it. I think 110 is the goal. Yeah, we'll, we'll, make, we'll make sure we won't cheat. We'll put everything in. Well, the issue's going to be going OB and all of that. Yeah, that's oh, what, and that's, that's going to be, yeah, about. that's why I'm afraid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, to look yeah, I mean, you could be lying five off the off the tee box. We'll, we'll be fine. All right, we'll, we'll see fine. how it goes. Uh, yeah, I've never played this. I don't know. Tim looks like a young Brian Wilson, Doug. Uh, Tim, can you close games for the Cardinals like he did with the Giants? I think that's from Kent Hutchinson. You know Kent. Uh, and Danny Packer just said he's shipping the over on the 110. Oh, this is just... I, I don't know. I think I, I think I might ship the under on that. Do you have some game, dog? I don't know about any not much game. I How long off the tee? Yeah. I mean, did you play or something growing up? I played in middle school and high school. A little you bit. played high school golf? Well, I, I played with high school golfers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Does it? They're legit players. All right. But it only counts if you're a legit player as well. <laughs> Well, I, 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 mean, I, I can watch the pros, it doesn't make me a pro. <laughs> well, I played with my high school golfers and I did just fine. Okay. I played with my dad when I was young. Alright, well maybe you're a player. So maybe you're a stick and people are underestimating you. I doubt I'd be a stick, but I think 110's achievable. Ever had a hole in one guy? No. Close? I think I've been close on a par 3, but they're little par 3's in Canton. Yeah. They're little tiny little things. So. The Canton Country Club, rest in peace. You still have some really There was a Canton Country Club? There was, and now it's farmland now. But it was like, it was a cheap place where they made it a country club, but they made it affordable for everybody, you know, it was kind of, you know, just to make sure the greens were well kept. It's the same model as uh, St. Louis Country Club. No, a different model than most country clubs did. Uh, guys, did I, I want to make sure I heard this correctly. I played high school golf. Okay, I played with some high school kids. I think that's a great quote. <laughs> Because it's basically like you played high school golf. Yeah. You're as good as Whoever you play with, you're as good as they are. Guys, the blah boy's so big. This is great to watch. <laughs> the same. Is same. that the issue? I mean, you're always high, so I can't imagine oh, like you're like knocked chill. off track. Oh, I'm high. I'm chilling, dude. I love it. I love this. I think I'm going to have a great round tomorrow. Uh, Danny Packer is putting his money on the plow boy over Joe Roderick, however. That's, that's where the money is. I don't know. I think I've seen Joe play. At the uh, Tapawingo. He was filling in for me while I got to Tapawingo. Does he have a mad game? I think he, I think he's a lefty off the tee. He's long off the tee, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, guys, I played Tiger Woods on PlayStation. I could probably go on the tour. Thanks. That's from Andrew Huffman. It's a good text, and I do play that game quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a good one here. I think we can try to help the cause, because uh, this is essentially questions from the audience, but just on Facebook Live and on Periscope. Uh, Tim, any advice on getting my girlfriend on board with the Lisa Ann dating game? Ooh. She's let Jay Jr. play with her feet and talked about butt stuff at the Yankee <laughs> Stadium of Hot Shots. Yeah. Hashtag Sweet D. I do remember the name Sweet D. I can't picture. Sweet. I guess I can click on the profile and uh, and see who she is uh, from Adam Larry. It's a great uh, great question. I think this is going to be very. Uh, Joe Roderick just participated in the chat, said he's right around the corner, and uh, and then bitched about the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys live like just like five minutes away, don't you? I don't but know where, at the beach. Yeah, I don't know where. We followed Yahoo Maps, and it led us right to a dead end. Really? Joe has yeah. the worst Google Maps I've ever seen. Yeah, Multiple terrible. times they've taken a face <laughs> <to the wrong laughs> and said you're uh, here. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I, I, I have to say, I, I hope that we do have a lot of very attractive uh, 20-something, 30-something couples who participate in the Lisa Ann dating game, but I would imagine that's going to be a bit of an uphill cluck, wouldn't, wouldn't you think? That she actually decides... No, 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 she's going to do it. I'm confident in that. Yeah. I'm talking about the listeners' wives or girlfriends. Oh, yeah, it's going to take someone who's a really good sport. Really good sport, or yeah. trashed on a particular evening. I've, Have you discussed this with uh, your friend of the feather? No, no. Uh, I don't think I'll be participating. Can't, am I eligible? I don't think you're eligible. I think the rules are yeah. fine print on I it. think it would be more fun if you were eligible. It would be great. Well, Lisa, me and her have a rapport. You know, I talk to her about one minute every week, and we are. So we build up this rapport. If she heard my voice, I think I'd be picked or at right. least in the finals automatically. So that'd be and, all right. And you don't want, well, I wouldn't mind it. I haven't asked my girlfriend if she wants the trip with Lisa Ann though. I told her that. That has not Fire that text off while we sit here. I'm legitimately intrigued because I don't know his name. I think I might, maybe I do. Because I think I've met him by, it's Mr. Trivers or Mr. Nipples, because he keeps sending in pictures of a significant other, and you're a fan, I think and she's legitimately assuming this is real, Doug, and you're skeptical. Oh, Bubbles, he said it's Bubbles. Bubbles sent in this no, morning. she's already in. She's in, though. Yeah. Mr. Trivers or Mr. Nipples, and his significant other is legitimately beautiful. It's That's Trivers. a legitimate situation. And they were in, Trivers and Nipsey were in the North Carolina, Illinois jerseys, if you remember correctly, on the door. Yeah, and it destroyed, destroyed my round. And Otherwise, Trib I'd be on the web that kind of right And now. Tribsy has a very attractive female who is, I do believe, interested. He sent me, Tribsy has sent me a couple of texts when we brought up the idea originally saying his girlfriend has already said she's interested. And also the girlfriend texted the text inbox saying she was. I have not heard anything lately, but I'm, I'm sure if they can get their travel plans together and come down to St. Louis, uh, they would be contenders. And Doug, you said the silence from the ball sacks was deafening. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they're in. I know. I wonder what happened. They're in at all. I wonder what happened. It's the kind of thing if you do it and go on a date, it's going to stick with you your whole life. Or <laughs> just the date. Great people are just going to think that you bang. That's the problem there. It's everyone yeah. can see. No matter what they do. Yeah. And all the guys will be like, "Good for you," yeah. and all the girls' friends will be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. 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 You could go to Ted Drews and get the custard, and it's going to stick with you your whole life. I don't believe what they did. Uh, guys, I like how his pant keeps going up and exposing more of those muscular legs. That's from Brandon O'Brien. I don't know who he's talking about. I think me, my pant was up there a little bit. I pulled it? it back down. My apologies. 
you do it just fine, don't you worry about it. Uh, Plowsy functions on the weed like Jerry Garcia functioned on acid. That's from John Bruner. <laughs> right, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm sure. Uh, a little birdie told me not to sleep on the sacks or the trivers. And I believe this is somebody who would know if I know my names of people, like their real names. Not to sleep on them, so they may be back. Exactly. Back you have to think they would have said up. something by now if they weren't interested, because we keep bringing it Maybe up. Maybe they don't want the fanfare. I think they're going to be coming in just ready, ready to go. I think they'll win. That's what Are you going to ask your significant other? you going to at least ask? I'll do it for show purposes, but it's not, it's it's not going to happen. Jamie the lesbian, I feel like, might be in play. I feel like her and the Viking queen might be in play. How hell would that be? God. That, I don't even Can our show handle that? If Jamie the lesbian comes back with a love story? I, I don't know. If, the show if, if it were Caden Cross, she'd certainly be in. She's still uh, in love with Caden Cross. But uh, for Lisa Ann, I know that she's uh, at least hinting at possibly coming in. Uh, guys, if Plowboy's drive tomorrow doesn't get past the red tees, will he play the hole with his pants down? Thank you. That's from Adam Ingle. Hmm. That's a, that'd be a Houston? Is that what they call that? Plowboy, do you have a problem off the tee? It's a Houston. I don't know that term. If, I don't know why it's called a Houston, but that's what I've heard. If your tee shot doesn't get past the ladies' tee and you have to hit your second shot from the ladies' tee, it's you're, supposed to, you're supposed to play the rest of the hole with your pants down around your ankles so people can tell it. You're a man and not a lady. But even if I hit a straight drive down the middle, can I still pick off my pants? You're yes, I guess you could. <laughs> Tim, is that a sunflower garden outside your window? You know what? I don't even know what's back there. There's a patio. Here you go. You see? I don't even see. I gotta. Well, we're kind of on a delay, so like I won't be able to see if people can see. Yeah. That's just like a patio. That's Sam, my neighbor next door. Great oh, guy. Yeah. Could be the nicest guy. Could be a nicer guy. Really? He gutted his place. He's like, I don't know, I guess around seventy. Could be nicer from Indianapolis, and I needed a, an extension cord. And he's like, "Come on in. Where can I watch it?" And I'm like, "Well, I'll be on Facebook if you want to watch." So Sam might be watching. And then out there, beyond uh, over Doug's left shoulder, is the 17th hole of the Fozzie, of course. I don't know if you'll be able to see it uh, here on the cameras. I don't think they can. Yeah, right? It's, I don't know. So what I like to do right around 5:30 is I wander out there with my clubs. <clears throat> and attempt to shave a few strokes. Is that Joe Roderick walking in? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Bob, will you uh, want to express how disappointed you are with Joe Roderick showing up at 34 minutes? I mean, this makes my timing on morning after look like Tom Coughlin time. Let's see those nippies, Joe. Well, make yourself at home, just walk right into the kitchen. How about this fucking guy? <laughs> Well, the bathroom's oh, I don't think people are going to no, 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 Joe, you can't change out of those. I think some of Jameson's onesies are in that sink, by the way, so mm. please don't disturb those. Uh, Joe Roderick has been sunning at Singer Island. Isn't that where, like, Eldrick lives? Isn't he, like, I don't know. That's where Joe I've never heard of it. That's, that's like a private place, isn't it? I know. I, I know. That's why when he said, I'm down at Singer Island, I'm up at Singer Island. Uh, let's see. Hey, Tim, can you help me talk Queen V into the dating game? A lot of people asking that question. I don't know. I hope that people can get their significant others to participate, but I don't think there's anything that any of the three of us could possibly say that's going to help put you over the top. You know what I mean? I think if you need to try to talk your female into it, it's too late. Now, the people that want, you know are going to be in this game, the females are actually interested in possibly tripping. Here you go, Joe. Come on in. You trip. Well, we wouldn't have been in a hurry. Right there? Yeah. I got it in my contract that I'm on... 
on the far left goes on the far right. It's a political hey, thing. It's part yeah. of the So apparently, rush hour is about 4:30 here. At Isn't it brutal? Well, when I drive the ballpark from here, it takes me forever. Like I yeah. legitimately, like when we're doing the show, I leave my house at you know seven in St. Louis. But here, I, I truly do leave at what is St. Louis time, 6:30, and uh, I barely get there every day. Like uh, PGA is backed up, so we back up on. On PGA. PGA, yeah. yeah. Something else, is it? Yeah, and you're going to crazy. Singler or uh, Singer, baby. Singer, Singer. Singer Island? Singlet Island? Singer Island. Singer Island. Isn't that a private beach? Yeah, yeah. that's what we were saying. It's like really nice. It was really nice. I just, I parked at a place called Two Drunk Goats and oh, really? just <laughs> right in there. Yeah. And what did you do? Lie down on the beach somewhere? I brought a uh, four pack of. Beer? You had four beers? Wow, yeah. look at you. One guy's high, one guy's been cruising all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I've been drinking water drink and protein shakes. Yeah, I went to the ocean for a little bit. I grabbed uh, some seashells for Hudson. He'll love them? Yeah. Well, why did you have to have four beers while you just laid there on the beach by yourself? When I stopped at uh, Publix for lunch, I went through and I was going to grab a six pack, but they sell them in four packs now. They have taller cans. And you drank all of them. I did. Now, people are unhappy watching on the TMA fan page the fact that Joe Roddick is barefoot in here. I didn't even notice it. And this is, I guess, barefoot the place where it is. Yeah, I didn't think about it. I went back outside and I got all the sand off my feet. Well, so. you said for fungus, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, go figure, Doug takes up half the couch. That's so Sunset Hills of him. That's from Paul <laughs> What does that mean? I'm entitled. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Joe, uh, did you see any celebrities at Singer Island? Did not. Did not? There, there seemed to be a homeless man who was singing karaoke <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. Were there very many people out there? On the oh, yeah, there were a lot of people. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, Doug, Daddy Padre is now in the chat, and yeah. he says, Doug is so white girl wasted right now, you can tell. I'm wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wasted. I have not seen Doug take a sip of alcohol this yeah. entire trip. I've really, never really, really seen Doug take a drink of alcohol much in the 18 years I've known him. Yeah. Even I had a rum and pineapple for dinner last night. You had a what? Rum and pineapple. Rum and a boat drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a little squirrely, so. Yeah, I figured that one of the nights that we were out, I thought maybe Doug would get something. I don't know, a brandy or... Brandy? A snifter of brandy? I never drink like that. An occasional Bud Light, that's yeah. about it. On rare occasions. That's all I've drank down here. You could join me with one. Well, you had four of them today. I don't know how you drove back. You probably drove back drunk. Shame, shame. Know your name. Pick up a few more. You're driving to dinner tonight, right? For our date? Oh, where y'all finna go? I don't know. You want to go to Rocco's tonight? Oh, I like that Rocco's tacos. That's right. Yeah, it's good though, man. A lot of the fighting rappers hang out there. On Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays. Okay. You can eat as many tacos as you want. It's like 16 bucks. I cooked the tombstone. I had a couple pieces about that. Lousy cut the pizza with scissors. <laughs> you couldn't find a pizza cutter. No. no pizza cutter in there. Cut it with scissors. Find it, but they so. have. They didn't have a big butcher knife no. or something. No, well, they, they did, but he cut it with scissors. Scissors are bad. It's better. They just cut it like pieces of paper. I think it, it ferrados. That's how they cut the pizza. Is it really? Yeah, some cool. so some places did. I don't know. You do it with tombstone. You obviously did it. Well, they actually make. I'm sure these were just actual scissors. I'm sure in the restaurant business, you get legit like cooking scissors. Oh, all right. Tim, when you heard the plaza was back there scissoring, you... my ears perked up a bit. My ears perked up a bit. No, 
looks like there is the, um, the room, on the, uh, room on the couch for one more. Can I sit by Doug? That's from Peter Gent. A lot of people think it's Gent, but it's Gent. Who is that? Uh, I think he won a fan page uh, up and coming award, or maybe a fan page Hall of Famer award. Yeah, there is a fan page up and coming, up and coming award. Yes. And who would dole that out? Nashin and Josh. You ever listen to Nashin and Josh? No. And what would the award be? I'm not sure. Man. Fan pin rising star of the week. That's what it is. But no special gift. I don't know if they have the funding, the sponsorship yet. It's coming though. Okay. It's coming. The more listeners every week, I, I hear. Okay. So once they get that sponsorship and those dollars coming in, I would imagine awards, plaques, gift certificates. Okay. Just like you know when you appear on the Cardinals post game show on KMOX, you used to get what like a fifty dollar gift certificate. Yeah, where was it? Where was Hamilton it? Hamilton Jewelry. Yeah, that's what it was. Hamilton. Yeah. Is that Bob Hamilton's place? No. He does not have a jewelry. The news. Uh, this is an important one. I, I got to make sure to read. This is how you can make sure your comment is read. Uh, my wife just came in over my shoulder and said, "Tim's much hotter than she thought." Doug, that's from Mitch Keel. You know, much hotter. Much hotter. Yeah, I guess the bar was low going in. Uh, let's see. Uh, cards players don't take those anymore because they get taxed. LMAO. Oh, I see what he's saying there. The yeah. gift certificates? You get taxed on those things? Well, yeah, but you'd still probably want it. I always thought, thought, all 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 I always thought they, they gave them out to like, the clubhouse attendants. I don't know who gets it. I'm not yeah, sure you're right. That's what they would do. They, yeah. they hook up like yeah. the guys. I'm not sure them. what small gift you could give to a player anymore that would even be mean. Right. If he's making twelve million dollars and he just... What, what's, league, what, what's league mini? League five mini? 550? Is it 550? Something like that. Oh, uh, let's see. Will Maddie Bear be making the trip down to Jupiter next year? Uh, Doug, is Maddie Bear on the couch with us? And you guys go co down. I know Maddie Bear, I thought. He's Who's not that? here. He's, I, I haven't got a text from him. <laughs> uh, guys, Noshin is Josh and is fine, but my podcast is way better. It's called Three Gay Dads and Stars Myself, Maddie Bulls of Hanks, and the Webster Ween Picker. It's from Lefty Jack Smear. I didn't know he had his own podcast. I didn't. Anybody do podcasts where they do Nash and Josh? No, we do ours. Uh, You're in a competing network, is it? No, we're on it. So we're on his network right now. That's Doug, this is Andy Hanson. Yeah, and Andy, he's housing our network, our podcast right now. We're actually waiting to sign the papers to actually join another network. Um, I was supposed to be in January, but now we're just waiting on free agents. Not really. We we know where we're going. We know. Joint like announcement right here. Nope. No, wow. I'm, not. Wow. I'm not. I'm going to let the, the people that are running that make that announcement. Who is it, Dan Marshall? I'm not going to. You're just no, we're actually going to get paid for this. So. <laughs> out of your mind. Right? <laughs> That's the problem. One guy's high, one guy's drunk, and we're trying to break news on the program. So, no, for the most part, we have gone to Joe Animal's house, and I we just do it either from Laurinaitis. his kitchen. Yes. yes, Joe Laurinaitis' house. We do it either from his kitchen or his basement. Uh, but there have been times where we've gone out on the road. Like we did recorded he move to St. Louis when his son played here for he the Rams. Yeah, he moved his whole family down here when James signed or was drafted by the Rams, and now it's just Joe and his daughter live down here. James lives in Ohio right now, but I guess is moving to Nashville soon. Nashville might be the other way around. I think he might be in Nashville, moving to Ohio. I don't think yeah. he's living in Ohio. I'm moving to Nashville. So I, I figure that's where he's from. I think it's who he's married to. I think, oh. yeah. But I know he just, his dad was telling everybody he just bought land in Ohio. So I think he's actually moving to Ohio. 
in the, in the uh, chat, uh, Tim's legs look amazing. Thank you. That's the sad panda. Uh, but Doug, in the chat, people want us to hold Mike Matheny accountable tomorrow morning in spring training because he's letting the Cardinals sleep in an extra hour. <laughs> you were there for that day. I, yeah, and I tweeted it, and people just got furious. Matter than a band? <laughs> Matter than a little bandy rooster. Like, this is what it's going to take to turn the club around? Please. We can't tweet anything this no. year on the Cardinals without getting our asses lit right. up. It's, he, didn't, he didn't imply that this is what was wrong the last couple of years. They didn't sleep enough. He just said, maybe they'll perform better if they have an extra hour of sleep, which makes sense to me. I don't know why you have to play baseball at 8 o'clock in the morning. You never play it at that time during a game. Games are at the other end of the day. The earliest you might ever play is, what, 1 o'clock? Right. Why do they need to pra start practicing? I have wondered about 7 that. I do, I, do wonder, I do legitimately wonder about that. Do you think the players are going to take advantage of that? Do you think maybe they stay up an hour later? No, I think they'll games. take advantage of it. I don't think they'll stay up later now. I think now they probably go out and do whatever they want to do, thinking, I'll be able to get up. Only now they'll do whatever they want to do and they'll have another hour of sleep. Yeah. What, what, what is so much to be gained by walking out of there at noon as opposed to 1 o'clock? But people were mad about it. They were people tweeting at you. They were, to, you know, just tweeting like, uh, boy, he's really got it figured out now. My <laughs> manager, man. Oh, yeah, this is what the whole problem was. No, it's just what he said. It's just a little tweak of the schedule. There was a, uh, this is a true story, but I'll keep the, uh, the name of the person uh, private. Uh, more than a decade ago, so you have to guess a bunch of names. But uh, the, 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 be the best strip club I've been to anywhere, and I include Las Vegas in there, is Rachel's, legitimately. Uh, and it also happens to be a steakhouse, and the food is truly good. Because I'm not just saying that to say it. But anyway, I, would, I used to go there all the time. I'm saying, Anna Marie last night. I'm like, when's the last time we've been to Rachel's? It's got to be like seven or eight years ago. So we don't even go anymore. But the women there, just they come from all over the country and, and, and Canada because it's like just they're like models. But anyway, we wind up going to another one where the women are more earthy. <clears throat> earthy. <clears throat> Earthy. I liked it. <laughs> and I saw a member of the Cardinals there, and at this point it's like four in the morning. I'm obviously intoxicated, so is this person. Good guess on who this might be. Do you really? I, I, we're not going to name No, anyone. I won't even do initials. Um, I, how, by, based on that, by the way, you narrow it down of like 200 people. But I did I the show with you at Edmonds. Oh, okay. Uh, well, now we've crossed Jim off the list. But uh, I see this person. And I, I said, why? Because the place is, the women are earthy. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm wasted. He's been drinking all night. And, and we didn't know each other really well. And I said, why are you at this place? Because I'm thinking you have a bunch of money. You know, if you want to do, you can pick off somebody from Rachel's. And he goes, I like my horse dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and, could, and kind of just walked away after he said it. It couldn't have been more. And then like three hours later, there I am doing some great work for KMOV. And I'm going, God, this is miserable. I feel awful. And then I see him walk in and then just go to work. And I'm just like, God bless these guys. God bless these guys. That's the thing. Like 11 years ago, I guess it was, uh, me and, uh, this was at the morning grind time, Martin and the cat and producer Joe went out to dinner with Edmonds, and, uh, and then we wound up meeting up with Spezio at the time, and little did we know that he enjoyed a, a nip of you know, the cooking sherry, 
And and I always kind of figured out, Edmund's probably, you know, he probably doesn't really drink that. And these guys could go through beers, like like I figured Martin could put them down and be the league leader. And then these guys just were, they're so used to being going out that they can just drink and still maintain. I realize Spezio, of course, had his issues, but I'm making a general commentary on baseball players in particular because you're out, God, you know, on the road, I don't know what it would be, 100 nights of the year, maybe more, if you include spring training for certain. And you don't have to get up until two, and a lot of them don't. And so they go, they play, and they'll... <laughs> but now I understand that a lot of guys actually don't go out versus like that era because they don't want to have people taking videos of them. Yeah, and so I'm told that they, they hang out, a lot of them will hang out in their rooms and just play video games and, you know, whatever, which I know sounds... The cell phone's ruined there. Yeah, yeah. Might help their professional life not to spend so much time out roaming around. I suspect they still find time to have some fun, but I don't. I would be surprised if they hang out in the bars and the clubs like they like they did just no, a few I, years ago. I mean, we've talked about it 15, before. 20 years ago. With apps, you could just sit there and swipe. I mean, if the yeah. reason you were going out for a bar was to hook up and just sit in your room and swipe a few yeah, and I'm sure. Pickup line is real easy, you know. Hey, look me up. I play major league baseball. I play major league baseball. Hey, look me over. Uh, Doug, if you like strip clubs, you should have seen the brass rail in Herculaneum circa 1997. <laughs> well, I bet they had some talent down in Uh Dan Packer uh, says to the plowboy, "Get your socks off the couch, Plowser." He's all over you today, man. He doesn't believe that you're going to shoot under 110, and now he's unhappy with your socks well, on the couch. On, Roderick's barefoot. I'm not. My ankle was on the, the couch, not the socks. My ankle. You and Packer are sideways. Uh, I'd pay Doug's KMOV no. salary if you let me pet his leg for him. That's from Jeff Christopher. No, that's not going to happen, Christy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Doug, who are you texting? I didn't even know you were texting. You I texting? wasn't texting, no. Yeah, people see things. They see things. Uh, but I will say this, and it's regard to what we were just talking about with Doug tweeting out, and, and we had seen it, and I would imagine a lot of people who are watching this have seen it, that Matheny's letting the team sleep in for another hour, how angry a lot of fans are this year on social media versus previous years. Now, I realize what Mike Claiborne said yesterday, there are more avenues to express frustration than, say, even a decade ago, and to a lesser extent, even five years ago, uh, but of course, you know, go back 15, 20 years. But anytime, like, I will tweet out, like, a clip from an interview uh, that, that involves a Cardinal, uh, in particular, Matheny, Mazalak, DeWitt, um, I guess Gersh, although I think he's only been on the show once and I haven't had him on the podcast. There is a group of people who is just super angry, and it really doesn't matter what is said, they're pissed. Uh, and that is new. Again, contextually, 15 years ago, there was no Twitter, there was no Facebook, at least it wasn't, if it wasn't around, it wasn't open to everybody like it is now. But my point being, this is a whole new world as far as me coming down to spring training, and it has to be for you guys as well, where you have fans who are actually really pissed mm -hmm. going into you know, the first workout today. What do you make of that? Uh... I guess they just have an outlet to get mad. I really think people... Well, they had an outlet two years ago and they weren't know, mad like they are this year. I think people just really expected a major shakeup. They expected more than just Ozuna headed this way. 
They expected three or four. Big well, they were expect they expected it though because they were told. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That and two years of now of not making the playoffs. And the Cubs being the team that's the team, I think that contributes to it. Like if this were the Pirates, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. I was thinking about this today, too. One of the things that's going to upset the B-Fibs is once, you know, Dexter Fowler still hasn't been there yet. I haven't seen him. Have you? Either of you guys? Ozuna hasn't been there. Right. Ozuna hasn't been there either. Was that right? The only two? I think so. If Fowler is the last one to show up, you know the B-Fibs are going to get mad at that and say he's not trying. Jared was not there. I haven't seen him. No. Maybe he's not trying to do He's hanging out with the Cubs Well, he's in the Bahamas with his family, which is just, you know, whatever. I went to the East. I would imagine, you know, yeah, Ozuna, maybe you'd like to see him there in the clubhouse with the new teammates. But for the past few years, he's, you know, he knows the area. It's not like he needs to acclimate himself with Jupiter, Florida, or Roger Dean. I think if you're worried about that, you're really nitpicking. When the season starts... And he steps to the plate the first right. inning. Are you going to worry about whether he arrived in spring training on Wednesday or Thursday? I think a lot of fans that means nothing. are pissed about the blanket statement that they come out with every year around this time when there are blatant concerns and question marks and all they do is bring up, hey, we think this will be a good year. we got some guys we're working on. I, I, I think they... They want more, I guess, less boring. And that's what Mosaic and Metheny are. They go by the book. They say, you know, what you should say, but maybe not what fans want to hear. Yeah, they, they clearly know they could use a bullpen guy, maybe another starter, a big bat. They're not going to go out and say they're looking for one because that, that's not how business works. And I think fans are getting annoyed of hearing the same old, oh, well, the team will be great. We've got a lot of guys that are going to show up this year. We've got, you know, Tommy Pham going to have another great year. We've and been, there's too many question marks. This is the 13th year we've done the show down here. Uh, I include television without doing the show. I think it's the 18th year I've been down here. This is the most fascinating spring training I can recall. There have been others that have been fascinating in the sense, like after 2013, I remember, because you're coming off Wainwright and Waka in the postseason, and looking at those two and going, my God, this team, because you're, you're picturing Michael Waka for what he was in September and October 2013. He has not been that pitcher really since, uh, although he's had some very good strings of weeks. He hasn't put together a run like he did in those two months, where he was essentially the ace of the team for those two months. And so excited because of that. And then there were the years where you had Pools and Roland and Edmonds, and you were excited because of that. And also, at the same time, you had you know, Chris Carpenter. This is fascinating in a different avenue because it's the first time that I can recall coming down here and feeling like one of the big two, I guess, uh, if it does not go well, could lose their job. And I think it would be a big two. I mean, Matheny Mazelok. And if that does happen, I would assume it would be Matheny over Mazelok, who just received a promotion last year. And I can't recall that in any year I've been coming down here. Um, and, you know, the Cardinals, if you go back, how many managers have they had? Whitey Herzog got here in 80 or 81, was it? Yeah, about that. So you have Herzog, Torrey, LaRusso, Matheny. Those are the managers for your guys' lifetime, you know? And I guess, I don't know who was the manager in the late 70s. I was born in 76. Vern Rapp. Vern Rapp, and was Kenneth yeah, Boyer. Boyer was for a while. So yeah. the point is, it's a, it's a Pittsburgh Steelers-like operation, and by that, I truly believe there's a similarity 
with the Roonies and the DeWitts. Some would say it's a major positive. Others would say it's a negative. I think if you look at the body of work of the franchises over the last 30, 40 years, how can you argue with it? But, like for example, like here in, you know, I guess we're in Florida, but in St. Louis, I think people look at the Steelers are phenomenal. Mike Tomlin must be a hell of a coach, but I know a lot of Steelers fans who are like, he's worn out his welcome, they should, they should make a change. I think if you're on the outside looking in on Cardinal fans, like when I'm down here and I'm playing golf with people who aren't from St. Louis, and I'm like, oh, the Cardinals, that's like the model franchise. You can't hate the Cardinals. They just do things, you know, and they don't really cause a lot of trouble. They're just a good group, and they're always there. But in St. Louis, the feeling is if Mike Matheny doesn't get to the playoffs, then he loses his job. I don't think it's necessarily an either-or, but I certainly think that's in play. And my overall point is it's the first time that I've come down here in all the years I've been coming down here where I feel like if it gets off to a slow start, you can see major changes right away. And that is unique for this franchise. And just driving it home further is something as simple as Mike Matheny says the team is going to get to sleep in this year. Uh, and then that leads to a bunch of angry texts or tweets. And I, you know, I, I'll, I'll, we have Derek Gould on, or we'll have Bill DeWitt on, or we'll have Al Matheny on the podcast, and Nick or I will send out uh, quotes from those interviews, and people get angry about those. And it's like, listen, we're just, you know, transcribing what uh, what people are saying. And uh, but it, but the fan base is, uh, and again, it's not as a whole. But and also, I want to be clear: I don't fault the fan base for being. Anxious. I think the other thing that makes it different this year is that you go, well, there still are options that are out there on the free agent market, and this is what you have. And even though Bud Norris was not a direct response to you, Darvish, just from an optics standpoint, you go, okay, they got Darvish 48 hours ago, the Cardinals get Bud Norris. And also, I noticed they talked about him potentially being a starter today, to stretch him out to be a starter. I figured he was so going they, to be a yeah, bullpen guy. I, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh. So that's hmm. So that then you go, well, if, if you're so confident in the rotation, then let's, you know, or are you going to move somebody out of the rotation into the bullpen? But who would you be moving out of the rotation? And they wouldn't the do that unless somebody just falls apart completely right. in spring training. And because they got Reyes ready to go anyway right. in another month. So it's odd. Uh, let me take a look at here because I've just been blabbering on for a while. Uh, I see this live has turned into a rights holders convention. That's from Tim Vol- What did I just say that sounded rights holders? But, that, but overall, that, 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 that uh, post actually helps because it drives home the point, something that I don't think too many people, I don't think too many people watching or familiar with the show would ever consider me to be rights holderish anyway, but what I just said, I don't think you would consider to be rights holderish, and people are on such an angst-ridden uh, off-season that anything can be interpreted uh, that way. The lack of moves made shows exactly why Stanton didn't choose the Cardinals. That's from the Sad Panda. I don't think so. I don't so. think that's the case. No, it isn't. <laughs> He did not choose the Cardinals because he doesn't think they have a chance to win. I wouldn't think. I think he chose it because he had a chance to go to New York. Yeah. To play with a mm. terrific up-and-coming team. And mostly it's New York. That'd be my guess. Yeah. I mean, he didn't pick Chicago either. He didn't pick Los Angeles, if they made an offer. He didn't pick San Francisco. Just because he didn't pick St. Louis doesn't whole, mean he doesn't like St. Louis. The whole stand thing, and, and obviously we've moved on, but the, the whole way that that went down, there's to me it's kind of like the Rams relocation thing, and that there's some things that just don't add up. Uh, you know, for example, Craig Mish, who, who at the time, Craig Mish being the Miami reporter, 
for talk show host, who at the time when he tweeted out that Stanton would not accept a trade to St. Louis, most of us were like, who's Craig Mish? You know, we were somewhat familiar, uh, but certainly didn't consider him like a Rosenthal or an Olney, for example. Uh, but over the course of the offseason, with Stan, it became clear that he was he had intel with somebody inside the Marlins organization, whether it be Stan's agent, somebody associated with Marlins, whatever the case might be. And so he tweets that out in July that he wouldn't accept a trade to St. Louis. Where the hell did that come from? But okay, fine. And then in the offseason, the Cardinals are very focused on bringing Stanton. It doesn't work out. Stanton sits there at his press conference and goes, I gave, you know, I, I, I don't know why they were talking with St. Louis and San Francisco because they knew the teams that I was interested in going to and, mm -hmm. and I wasn't interested in, in going there. And so the whole thing just strikes me as unless they were just using the Cardinals for leverage to get more from the Yankees, I don't know. But something, because Stanton, if you recall this press conference, and I realize it's been three months and it's, you know, in the past, but it's odd because I bring this up because my main contention when people say the Cardinals are cheap or hoarding money, I fire back by saying, and maybe it's wrong, I fire back by saying, uh, well, the Cardinals, if they're so cheap, why were they going after the biggest contract in baseball? Mm -hmm. How does that make sense? So, you know, I don't know if they knew all along they were never going to get him, and then it could be made to look that they were going after the biggest contract, or if it was just a way to get in with the Marlins, who they knew were going to do an early 2000s style fire sale, and uh, get either Yelich or Ozuna, and if somehow Stanton would accept it, then great, but otherwise we'll get Ozuna or, or Yelich. I don't know, but the whole thing, Stanton just seemed confused by the fact that they were even having him talk with the Cardinals and the Giants, and that struck me as odd when I watched that. And then also when you add in the fact that Mish tweeted out on July 31st that Stanton would not accept a trade, and then, one, the one thing that I guess everybody doesn't know, although I've said it on the Radio Times, is that I had uh, people telling me that the Cardinals and Marlins, the Cardinals were trying to get Stan from Marlins back in July, uh, which then made Mish's tweet make sense because why would he be rejecting a trade to St. Louis if they weren't having that conversation? So that whole element strikes me as strange. And it also strikes me as strange that the Cardinals have what seem to be pretty obvious holes, whether you want to go infield, bullpen, or rotation, and there are free agent solutions out there. And while the teams in the division get better, they remain stagnant. And that strikes me as surprising, especially when the Cardinals went into the offseason saying they were going to get out of their comfort zone. So therefore, I understand fan frustration. I wonder if they'd have that frustration if the Cardinals did make that trade for Stanton instead of this trade for Ozuna. If people would be wildly excited, yeah, we got just what we wanted, we're ready to go. Oh, I think they would absolutely be wildly excited, even though at that point I'd honestly be a little concerned. I'd be excited for like the next couple of years but I'd be worried about what it would turn into. And I don't, the cheap narrative thing couldn't possibly exist at that point. No. But I get it now. Listen, the, the payroll is down from where it was last year. I get it. Uh, the tough thing is, from our perspective on hosting the show and having this conversation, the, the free agency period is, is still going on, which is super rare for February 14th. I don't know when it was that they signed Loesch in 2008. I know spring training had already started. And that was like this big deal. Kyle Loesch was still out there, and they signed him at that point. Well, this at this point, J.D. Martinez is still out there. Jake Arrieta is still out there. Greg Holland still out there. Mm -hmm. Andrew Kashner is still out there. Uh, and it's February 14th. So it's tough to kind of write uh, the obituary on the 2017-18 offseason when it's still going on. But understandably, 
fans are frustrated. And so it could lead to people losing their jobs, uh, or it could lead to a lot of fans, and I suppose media, having to say, well, I guess I was wrong on what the Cardinals were doing, and they knew what they were doing all along, or, well, they got lucky and they stumbled into it. From the Cardinals' perspective, I think the reason they're holding on is because they think that a lot of these young pitchers are the solution, and that's why they don't want to add on expenses right now. That's what I think is going on. But I understand why fans are going, what the hell is going on? You're going to line this rotation up against the Cubs? You're going to line this bullpen up against, you know, the National League when you got raked in the ninth inning last year, the bullpen last year? So I understand it, and uh, it's just a weird spot for us to be in for the first time, really, when any time you tweet something out about the Cardinals or post something on Facebook or host the show, and people are that pissed. But that's where we are in 2018. Mm -hmm. A weird spot. I don't think Mazalok's job will be on the line. I don't either. I think how bad they play. I think when you move somebody up to president, I don't think you're probably going to fire him, even if it was several bad years. And I just, I just don't think you would. Made any moves that would get him fired? Yeah, I don't really I know. He, that's a, like a weird spot yeah. there. Speak seems to me. I think it's yeah. It would be Matheny and Mabry would go with Matheny. If Matheny gets fired, I think you would see Mabry go hand in hand with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No question. Yeah, the staff would be. So I don't know. I, it's just it's a weird spot for the organization, which in a sense is a great commentary that hasn't even been. I mean, Larusa, don't get me wrong, he would come under fire, but it was more late 1990s, early 2000s. I mean, so the point being, whereas we've seen the Blues make coaching changes, you know, left and right, really, once Quenville uh, was let go, the Cardinals have had in that time a total of two managers. So it's just not something that historically is the way that things work for the Cardinals. Uh, Doug, uh, do you guys use flushable wipes or regular toilet paper? Thanks. That's from Dan Croft. Wasn't well, that the question you were going to ask today? Should have been. Well, so you're unhappy with your questions? No, I thought they were good today, actually. I, I thought you did a really so nice job with the limited access that, that we had. What time did they actually come out of the locker room? I had left by the time. I like 10 15, like, they still were in there. I think it was 11.15 or something. I saw Gould or them tweet out the pictures of them walking out. Yeah. So I think it's an, they're an hour behind of what they usually have been. Would be we, we usually got them around the 9 o'clock hour as far as St. Louis time. And I guess that's going to be the plan now the rest of the way. With this starting everything an hour later. I still think you'll see a lot of trickling like we saw today. I think we'll be fine. Trickle on my chest. Mm. Uh, Tim, you need some shrubbery to really bring that room together. Well, it's not my home. Yeah. Uh, and, but there, Doug, as you can see on your right, uh, you'll notice a couple of uh, friends of the shrub family. Right, and this is a bamboo tree over is here. Is that what it is there? No. You think that's like uh, living, breathing? Yeah. No, it's fake. <laughs> right. But that's what it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, I guess I could turn the cameras around so you could see the shrubs, but that would be a whole thing. I'd love to smell the couch once this is over. Thanks. That's from oh. Justin Beck. Oh. oh. Who is it from? Justin Beck. You think that's his government name? Yeah, I mean, this yeah, is the fan. On the fan page, unless you say you went to Harvard, you're real. I'm my old neighbor. You know him? Oh, yeah. Why do you talk like Why you talk like Billy D. Williams doing a malt liquor commercial? That dude's legit. That's all. He's not that legit if he wants to sniff the couch. <laughs> I think his employer. That's not his style. Yeah, his employer doesn't <coughs> see that. Oh, I'm not going to see Timmy Vollmer, uh, who wasn't happy earlier, uh, is back, and he wants to know Joe Roderick's handicap because the Plowboy. Uh, I said I'd shoot under 110. But you did tomorrow. say earlier in the day you were 13. Well, that will quickly change, I think, five minutes after I said that. So we're not going to. 
They're they're stuck on the they're stuck on that original number that you said five hours ago. Right. That that was inaccurate. Because PJ Pro Dan wants to pay play you for. And he would win every penny of that. Yeah. And it's not much, by the way. PJ yeah. Pro so I would I would. Joe, what, what handicap? I have no idea. No idea. I don't so play enough. we're supposed to play tomorrow, one o'clock, if we can make this all happen. Doug, you're 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 ten. Well, I'm iffy. He's iffy. Plowhawk, you could be in. You could be out. Ah, yes. Could. <laughs> nice. What's the, what's What's so he sets his over under at one ten. What what makes you possibly in or out? I think my outfit. I don't know if I have. Oh, you have a problem? I'll say outfit. I like the word. and I'm going to continue to use it. I think. <laughs> How about you just cut off those jeans? Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's the player champ. Yeah. Cut off jeans for what? I have I have and some shorts and a belt. Sure. If you want to put on a size thirty four, I have shorts. I did bring shorts. I just okay. don't have a proper shirt. Well, I can give you a proper right. shirt, baby. Yeah, but I don't only have jeans here. What size shirt? Like, I wear a medium. I like, I like, I like. makes me think, like, would you, I think a small is what I usually wear. Is that really what you wear? I like t-shirts and dress shirts and all the, if I'm tucking in a medium. But, I mean, most of the time, probably a small, a man's small. Uh, so, Joe, Plowboy sets his over-under at 110. A lot of action came in on the over, so we might have to move that number up. There uh, is action on there. Yeah, if, because if we did play by like Cletus's royal and ancient rules, I, I think probably, they would it would be it would be tough. I'll set my over under. If we play the white tees, I guess that's what we would do. I'd set mine at ninety. Where would you set yours? Oh God, I I'm not that good. I think you'd be with me. One twenty, one ten, baby. I think that's. I'd be happy if I shot a one twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a one twenty. One twenty yes. is hyperagonal. Yeah. Uh, I can hit Pullum. it far off the tee. It's everything from there to the green is just a mess. <laughs> uh, Doug, uh, Tristan Pullum says size 34. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I thought he was talking to me. I was like, Everybody's I didn't think. <laughs> They're down in your waist size. I'll take a picture of my oh, jeans yeah. and I'll, I'll put them up, 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 up on the camera. Yeah. Uh, I'll <laughs> take the under on Tim and, and the over on Joe for sure. Well, Joe says going to shoot 120. 120 is yeah. super high. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of room. I like my chances on the under on 90, but it's by no means a, uh, a lock. Uh, guys, will you all lay out your outfits for tomorrow tonight? Thanks. That's from Danny Packer. <laughs> I already kind of do. I never laid out I do every morning. Why does it help? It's it's in the closet. It's hanging no. up, right? Why don't you Doug, lay it out? Doug, I'm, I'm kind. My girlfriend's usually asleep when I wake up for work. It's easier to let her sleep, close the door, so she can get a rest without any interruption. My clothes are right in the bathroom. I take a shower without waking her up. That's why I, I I'm going to have a weird bed. spot here if I, if I could try. Because, Joe, I'm thinking that we probably will set up the contraption for broadcast maybe at that dining room table over there. I don't know if we can see this. But either way, you can see how like this is an mm -hmm. open room. And so when I'm down here giving hot takes at that dining room table, Anna Marie and Jameson and uh, when my parents get here, Anna Marie's parents, they're all going to be able to hear me giving scalding hot takes and I'm going to be waking up the whole neighborhood. <laughs> but I don't know what else to do. I guess you could probably do it outside. Yeah, but you're going to side one because I wouldn't do it out in the middle of, you know, the Is it an open bedroom? No, no. There's three bedrooms. Jameson's got one. I mean, I could throw him out, I guess. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, are you too young to argue? Yeah, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> hey, Why don't you do it? Why do it here? This is a vaulted ceiling, a wonderful ceiling. What is it, a twenty-foot-high ceiling? Oh, I leaned oh, twenty. What is twenty? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe more than that. So anyway, the audio will carry. Uh, but yeah, I'll be doing the hot takes right from here through the end of March, and we will be at the uh, spring training complex 
uh, through the end of the week. And you guys fly back on you Friday? Friday. Because right. the cat's here until like next, no, next week. I think so, yeah. I will be Friday evening. So the cat can come do the show with you in the morning too? Or I guess he would have to probably be down. He probably needs to be at the old ball here. I wouldn't mind doing it there. I just don't know. I don't know how to set this stuff up. How difficult would it be for the set? It's not tough. It took five, I think. Really? Yeah. Especially just one. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm laying out the mat and plugging everything in. You'll laying out your outfits? In five minutes, you'll be set up. Mm, maybe I'll have to do that. Uh, to hell with the family, Tim. You pound the table and deliver the hottest takes we deserve. Thanks. That's Lefty. Jasper. Guys, have you noticed Plowsy's getting paranoid and looking outside for some reason? I was looking for a place for him to broadcast. I was looking for a secondary option for Tim to do his show from. I put a picnic table out there or something. Uh, how about opening the blinds for a view of the outside, fella? Well, I mean, all this is is just like a, a, a grill out there. The neighbors, yeah, I think uh, my father-in-law is going to grill for uh, my mother-in-law for Valentine's Day, and Marie and I are going to jet and sit in the two-hour waits. I mean, I can't imagine what it'll be like tonight. Oh. You, guys, you guys are going somewhere? You, we're going to we be might waiting, right? We won't go anywhere. We'll yeah, you could do a bar and grill. I think you could get away with that. I wouldn't yeah. go anywhere. Sports bar. Sports bar. Sports bar. I think the taco place is probably a good move, although... I know. I really... That Rocco's Tacos is good, for the record. It's do so people close. take their Valentine's Day dates I was kind of thinking about Rocco's doing that, because Anna Marie's birthday was last night, as you guys saw. Yeah. We were all part of the date together. And I don't know if you can see on the uh, the golf course out there, uh, with the plow boy opening up the, uh, the blinds. There are Why five do people, what well, you've never seen outside? <laughs> Look at that. There's a tree out there. There's a golf course right there. Yeah. What's outside the window? The Fazio course. Have you figured out which course you're in? No. I think it's the Squire of the Estates. It has to be. And if it were the grandstands, you'd be in the champion, but it's not the grandstands. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe, will you Facebook Live Doug showering tonight? Thanks. <laughs> Again? <laughs> We're doing the tour of the Master Ensuite tonight. Why? That's what we told them. We deep teased it last night. Yeah, that bedroom does look like, like a cocaine drug lord's bedroom. Oh, it's all white, doesn't it? There's no drug you should see the well, I'm not saying there is a the but out on the patio there's been drug It gets more walk. white, if you can believe that, when you walk into the closet. Yeah, right. It's very hard to It's like the devil. It might be hard for you to believe. It's just as I thought. Yeah, just like me here. Like, I got nothing to do with this, man. I got she didn't want to bring him in because you never know if he's going to start going bat shit. Uh, but I'll wrap it up because they are going to be coming back. Uh, they were uh, outside. Uh, like, oh, it's beautiful outside. Yeah, come on by the water's warm, Plowhawk. Uh, all of this has been brought to you by Design Air Heating and Cooling, the sponsor of the Facebook Lives and the Periscopes from uh, Cardinal Spring Training. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock St. Louis time, Dan McLaughlin will join me here on the couch. Hopefully we'll have the Design Air backdrop uh, and we'll do a Cardinal Q&A. Uh, with Dan McLaughlin, Derek Gould will be joining me throughout, Dan McLaughlin will be joining me throughout. It's all brought to you by Design Air Heating and Cooling. They're online at designairservice.com. Doug is a client. Oh, yeah. I am a client. They are the number one train dealer in the Midwest. It's hard to stop a train. Thank you to everybody for... Should I take my shirt off before we... Uh, Doug, what, what has happened right there? Oh, well, you do you see, really want to do you this? I'm anxious to do it. Yeah, I mean, you're not anxious to do it. I'll just... You go yeah. ahead and do I can't it. Wait for yeah. my in-laws and my wife and son to walk I, in. I made a promise. What is going on? Somebody's going to make a gift of this. Oh, oh, you got some sand. You got sand. I'm just walking on that. Look at this. Why are you walking? No, you're jumping on Jameson's oh. shit, man. God damn it, Doug. Oh. Do something. Mm. That's the only thing I'm going to work on. 
barefoot, and you're not a 34, by the way. I hate to say it. <laughs> I'll show you the jeans. I'm well, a 34. I'd be like Americanized sizes, right. you know, but it's not. I mean, it's not. Those are one size fits all. <laughs> <laughs> God bless America. Oh, I was broken loose in the chair. I was wrapping up and everything was fine. <laughs> why were you so anxious? I made a promise that I was late, so I figured I was going to deliver it. But then you walked away. You didn't do any more. I just wanted to have a walk off. Uh, Joe, uh, I'll, give a, I'll give a post of the day. The only 34 on you are those 34 D's we just saw. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> Very good. Wow. That's how we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for watching. There it is. Wonderful program. It's a wonderful program is what it is. That was amazing. <laughs> Doug, there it is. That's how Facebook's work. I need to get my, my Coca-Cola out of there.